Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The uh, Rob Carson Show, our number duh. You might want to uh, check out my Rumble page today because I put the opening monologue of today's show up there, and it's pretty epic, pretty amazing, about the betrayal of, uh, of us by our, uh, our Senate with this absurd uh, immigration bill that all it does, I mean, uh, the audacity of our Senate to literally look at all of the abuses and usurpations that have been caused by this open southern border by Joe Biden's policies. All of the destruction, all of the murder, all of the mayhem, all of the thousands who have died of fentanyl overdoses, everything would be codified and allowed to continue. Our Senate did that to us. Members of our Senate did that to us. They're done. The sponsors of this bill, the supporters of this bill are done politically. They have to be because they betrayed us. There's no other way to say it. If you, if you look at the tenets of this bill, if you look at what's happening in this border, it even takes away Texas's right to fight, to fight back. They put it in the bill. So what, uh, what Greg Abbott is doing, and, and by the way, righteously so, would be taken away by this bill. It is the ultimate affront to our sovereignty. It really is. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. And, and it's not going to pass. And neither is my outrage and my cries for accountability to those who supported this nonsense in the first place because it reveals to me and you everything we need to know that there are people in Washington, D.C. who don't give a rip about you. Not one little bit. I told you we got a bourgeoisie. We got a proletariat. We are the proletariat. The bourgeoisie in Washington, D.C. feasts on foie gras. We eat the crumbs. We have a Bastille in Washington, D.C. where political prisoners are being held for a thousand days plus without a trial. This will not end well for those in power. It never has in world history. We're seeing it fall around the world. And this is the last front to fight this Maoist Marxist takedown of our country. That's just it. Let's go to Christopher in Catonsville. Christopher, wait, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please. Well, uh, real quick, uh, something, um, I'm wishing uh, Toby Keith a safe passage, and, um, you know, I'm, uh, we love our red solo cups, you know. <laughs> Jeez. I just heard from you as of just now, so that's what's going through my head. But I called because I wanted to remind everybody that these senators that are voting for this bill, a lot of them need to be get need to be kicked out for taking away the gun rights from our 18 to 21 year olds. Couple, you know, back then I think it was a Uvalde. Yeah, I think uh, this is uh, a bridge too far. Kicked the, out, you know. This, 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 yeah. this, you know they're like, oh well, you know. 
they just think they can just... Middle finger. No, Christopher, Christopher, this is a giant middle finger. Yeah. This, this is a giant middle finger to you. Snake oil, all of it. it it's, it's beyond that. It's cruel. Yeah, it's and, and it's and vicious. It's down our throats. <laughs> Yeah, it's vicious. And I'm trying to be joyous. I'm trying. No, no, I know, and I and I know, I know, I get it, gonna, I get it. There's there's a time for joy and there's a time yeah. to fight. Yeah. There's a there's a time for joy and there's a time to fight. Yeah. Bro, just hang in there, okay? I've got something I want to say about Toby Keith here in a few minutes. We'll get to Thank her, okay, bro? All right, bro. Uh, Randall in Pacific Grove, California, the home of our glorious affiliate, a bastion in a sea of mania and uh, and insanity in uh, in California. Randall, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please. Californicopius Californicatus. Okay. Uh, so we, uh, okay, what's going on with the Jefferson uh, Hotel? That is a farm. That is an anchor baby farm uh, to give birth to new Democrat voters. It is a mule farm for, for kids to mule anything that you'd mule, including organ trafficking. It is, it is a farm. Just like you would raise, uh, I know a little bit about animal husbandry because I read yeah. the rise and fall of the Third Reich. I read the whole book. I, I read a lot of books on the Nazis and the Third Reich, and a lot of the things that came out of it are not what you think. Uh, so I know I know that what this is is like human livestock for the Democrat purposes. The Democrat Party is the, the farmer party. That's what they are. They farm humans. That's what the Democrats do. The Republicans are liberators. They've always been liberators. Conservatives have to start playing dirty. We have to stop praying and stop, start acting. We need to, to turn into street fighters. We don't break the law. We use the law to fight with, and we're not doing that. We're, we're always on our knees praying that Jesus is going to take care of it. We have to do it. That's what we're here for. That's what we were created for. We need yep. to start fighting dirty. Oh, Amen. One more little thing yes. about Californicopius, Californicatus. Are you aware that they're letting all of the Manson family out of prison? They're already out living next door to all yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's, that's not a surprise. That's California, honestly, California, California is scrod, Randall, and uh, and I'm I'm sorry you uh, you chose to live there. I know it's how, how hard it, it is for someone to be able to leave someplace like that. I am just terribly, terribly sorry that the people in the in power well, in your state old. have I'm done such a late, terrible I'm job. I'm in my late sixties. I'm in my late sixties. I'm born and raised in California, and I I just can't. Uh, break away from how great the state was when Reagan was governor, uh, when Duke Majin was governor, when Reagan was president. They just knew how to use the law to get things done. And, and, and uh, I agree with you on uh, McConnell and all these guys. I do agree with you on that. I got to run. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks for the phone call. I, um, I, I'm not a, a huge uh, Toby Keith fan, I'll just tell you. I, I mean, I know a few of his songs. I love Red Solo Cup. I know he's, he's uh, famous for should have been a cowboy. He died. He was 62 years old. He had stomach cancer. And this cuts, I'm sure, very close to all of you because you know somebody who died of cancer. I know somebody who died of cancer a month and a half ago, and I'm still dealing with the shrapnel of that. And I will have to deal with it for the rest of my life. My mother-in-law's passing, my wife's dear mother passing. She could have lived to be 100. Her mother did. She died at 82. I want to play a little bit of a song from Toby Keith, and it's called Don't Let the Old Man In. It's about getting old and about dying. I'm sure that he didn't think that the old man would come so quickly. 
songwriting i don't care what genre it is he said you know you get good days and you know you're up and down and up and down it's always zero to 60 60 to zero but i feel good today keith uh, continued to perform through his illness appearing five uh five uh, live uh, over three nights in vegas in december visibly thin but in good voice he had 32 number one hits 42 top 10 hits Three sold-out shows in Vegas was a damn good way to end the year. That's what he said on Instagram. You know, we talk about um, the powers that be in government who have tried to tear us apart, who said that we have to hate one another because of how we were born. I've never believed it. I've never believed the, the racism. I've never believed that, uh, that people hate each other just because they're black or white or whatever. There are many. Most of them are the, on the left. And the other night during the Grammys, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it because I was so tired of the nonsense of the Grammys. But one amazing moment happened because one song that I have played 10,000 times on the radio, I swear to God, I have, pay, I have played Fast Car a million times on the radio. I have. I did 20 years of music radio. The first year I was in professional radio, music radio, that song came out. The story behind Chapman's iconic Grammy-winning Fast Car dates back 36 years to 1988 when it was released. She was 23 then. While uh, Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car, Sweet Child of Mine, Millie Vanilli, and Tiffany seemingly uh, from nowhere came this beautiful, moving, vivid folk rock song, a young woman's desperate lament to escape the quicksand of poverty and be someone, be someone. And a new generation was uh, made aware of this song thanks to a country music artist who wanted to pay tribute to her. Many years after it was uh, uh, released, Fast Car was one of the first songs 33-year-old Luke Combs fell in love with as a kid. Fast Car, he turned it into a platinum-selling mega-hit all over again. Chapman's timeless and poetic plea went on to win the 2023 Music Song of the Year country. But a lot of leftists said it was a, a bad thing. Holly G., the founder of black country music organization Black Opry, said, but at the same time, it's hard to really lean into that excitement knowing that Tracy Chapman would not be celebrated in the industry without the kind of middleman being a white man. Emily Yar of the Washington Post wrote, although many are thrilled to see Fast Car back in the spotlight and a new generation discovering Chapman's work, it's clouded by the fact that as a queer black woman, Chapman would have almost zero chance of that achievement herself in country music. And some people decided to give those people a middle finger and perform this on stage, and it has become a generational moment of unity. It's not about leaving poverty in a car, by the way. Much more. 
feel like I'm back on music radio. God help us all. You got a fast car. I want to get you anywhere. Maybe we can make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. It's about taking a moment, an opportunity to escape of everything that is holding you down. Taking that opportunity because it only comes once. You got a fast car. And I got a plan. Inside of here, been working at the convenience store. Managed to save just a little bit of money. Born at the drop to bar. Just across the border and into the city. And you and I can both just finally see what it means to be living. Finally see what it means to be living. So many of us don't see that. All we see is not enough to cover the bills. My old man's got a problem. Unbelievable. Bottle, that's the way it is. He says, but it's too old for working. But it's too young to look like his. My mama went off and left him. Wow. That song means more now than I ever even imagined in the 10,000 times I played it on the radio. It is 1988's version of Rich Men North of Richmond. It is. There's no color in that. It's just about people taking the one shot to get out of what is holding them down and living life. And so many Americans see that now. They're looking for that chance, and they're stuck where they are. They're not making enough to pay the bills. They're not making enough to pay for child care. They're, they're scrimping. They're trying to save, but there's nothing to save. They're living off credit cards. And then in Washington, D.C., they just reward themselves and their cronies, and we suffer. This is a bellwether moment for America. And good is going to win, exemplified by that song right there and what happened at the Grammys. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. We've obviously spent a lot of time talking about this border bill and the betrayal of the American people by uh, members of the Senate, and it is just that. It should end all their careers. Uh, Honestly, don't forget, just don't forget it. It's... They're done. They're done. Uh, Tom Lankford, done. Mitch McConnell, done. Chuck Schumer, done. I can't speak for Democrats, but I'm sure that there are plenty of Democrats a little hacked off about this, and they should be. Did you hear about this in New York City? Did you hear about these moped gangs that you normally see in third world countries? Moped gangs in, uh, in New York City? Yeah. You know, I was thinking last night, Alvin Bragg who's spending so much time and so much money going after Donald Trump for uh, uh, supposedly fibbing to get loans that the banks approved and he paid back with interest and made them very satisfied. He literally let illegals beat two police officers, release them without bail, and let them escape to another state. That's Alvin Bragg. He should be done to. I think the people of New York are are very, very done with this nonsense. Honestly, it is uh, it is madness. And and you know, uh, if if you've, it takes maybe more than just a pundit to put this into perspective for you, last night Dr. Phil was talking. I guess it was to Hannity. So Dr. Phil been on uh, the Oprah show. He's kind of a political, uh, you know, uh, he's got to kind of straddle the fence. 
But here he is talking about um, all the Chinese nationals that are coming in. These people are coming in here just because they're in the neighborhood. They're coming in here with an agenda, Sean. Between 2010 and 2020, it's estimated that 1,100 Chinese came across the southern border. In the first 11 months of 23, it's estimated that 33,000 came across. And Oddly enough, that happened after the Chinese spy balloon hovered over our most security, uh, secure military bases for a week. Many of them military-age men. Now, where did they go once they came across the border? We have no idea. They're not being monitored. They're not being followed. And look, in China, you don't just decide, you know what, I think I'll take a trip. They have to go through certain steps to get out of China. It costs a lot of money to get here. And when they get here, what are they doing? Uh, if they're working in farming, if they're working in industry, I'll promise you they are expected to do certain things. Are they spying? Are they sending uh, seeds back from farming to China? Are they getting plans from uh, industries they're working on? Uh, in uh, who knows what they're doing? We don't know, and we need. Yeah, we need to know because we're not stupid, and we know something very dangerous is afoot. You know it. I knew it. I know it. And obviously, some members of Congress have been bought and paid for. I'll just say it. <laughs> I have no doubt whatsoever. I, I'm trying to think of what would what would cause you to, to vote on something that that will cause the downfall of your country. And clearly, there's got to be some sort of financial incentive for this, or something's being ha- held above someone's head honestly we have to we have to gut this federal government we have to drain the swamp pave it over and start over again that's it this should be it this is the defining moment right here this is the defining moment dennis in st michael's welcome to the rob carson show what's on your your mind today sir man it's good to hear from you rob i listen to you i listen to you while i'm on the boat i'm a commercial fisherman thank you bro and let, let me tell you something bud uh, if the, under, the government has underestimated the American people massively. Because one thing we do know, Rob, that nothing happens in Washington, D.C. unless one of them crumb bags get paid for it. Yes, they sir. sell it. They're all selling it. That drink. Don't put in that just some of them. They all have opportunity because it's, guess what? China's holding the purse to this country right now. Yes, sir. We're in, so much, we're in so much debt to them. Guess what? Bribery just comes naturally. And Joseph, Joseph Biden, it's absolutely, I just, I can't believe the Democrat voters, the voters, not the party, the voters, uh, are, they, they need to say, guess what? It's my fault for everything that's happening to this country. Of course, it's all a plan. We all know it's a plan because nothing's happening without getting paid. You have to pay for the plan. That's what's going on. Southern border. I can tell you right now, I hope Mr. Abbott down there takes and guess what? Everybody, let's go down there and cover the southern border and say, guess what? You're not coming in. I don't give a damn what Joe Biden says. He's the one not for this country. Yes, sir. It's ridiculous. I'm telling you, it's absolutely ridiculous. But guess what? They have underestimated us. Dad, let me tell you something. Just calm down. Calm down, Rob. We're good, bud. We're, you're going to be in good hands. <laughs> I know we, we are. What? My I know we are. And my, my uncles and my grandfather spilled their blood for this freedom of this country. And it's my obligation to spill some more blood. And if it's mine, guess what? I'll do what i got to do to make sure my grandchildren and my children have a free place to live and a better place to live with a better education system. I know I'm rambling on, but you know what? Kobe Keith had a song. Think about this song when 9-11 happened. We'll put a boot in your, you know what? Yes, sir. Hey, Dennis, I don't think I could have said it better than you just did, my friend. Commercial fisherman from the great state of Maryland. 
Brother, you uh, you did it, man. You did it. That is uh, that is on the highlight reel. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is the Rob Carson Show. them straight up what is it you need here and they i was shocked to hear them say we don't need more money we don't need more resources we don't need more officers we don't need more legislation we just need the laws that are on the books to be followed we need to be allowed to do our job and we can get this under control right now we don't need a bunch more money, officers, and legislation. Just let us do our job. That's all we need. And if you'll do that, we can get this under control overnight. That is uh, Dr. Phil last night talking about the uh, Border Patrol agents on the border saying they got everything they need. All they need is permission. So this border bill was all it was was an attempt to codify the illegal invasion of people coming into our country to the detriment and the end of the government the country is founded and also a giant spending slush fund that's what it was so they've got everything they need right now the president of the united states has everything he needs right now to end this border crisis but they're using the title of the bill just like they did the inflation reduction act to usher in a bunch of nonsense spending and say they're trying to fix something and it's bullcrap and this time it has been ex- has co- has been completely uncovered, and people are mad about it. Cheryl Chumley, one of my favorite columnists for the Washington Times, joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. Cheryl, uh, how are you today? Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. I'm doing great. Thank you, Rob, for having me. So uh, now that this uh, this bill has been unveiled, now that we've seen the text of the bill, I've not seen the text of the bill. I don't have time to read uh, nonsense legalese and gobbledygook, but it's very clear that it is not about uh, uh, sealing the border and protecting the American people. It's it appears to be a massive slush fund spending bill with the word border on it, uh, and even even Mitch McConnell is distancing it from it from it because people are ticked off. What are your thoughts after uh, the last uh, twenty four hours of the news cycle? with regard to this bill? Well, I think in a word, what you just said, bullcrap, right? Uh, I mean, look, if there were only the political will in this country, we could basically take care of the borders overnight. I mean, it's not that hard a thing to do. You just need to have the politicians allow those who are tasked with that particular mission to do their jobs. And we have been dickering over border control and border uh, Uh, control reform for years now, and it always comes back to the same issue, that the politicians in charge have their own agendas, and in many instances that includes keeping borders open, whether it be for cheap labor like the Republicans like, or whether it be for the next batch of Democrat loyal voters like the Democrats like. It is, uh, I think, much more uh, dark than that because you're seeing the uh, the influx of Chinese illegals. We're seeing military-age males coming in from around the world. Uh, I think that is, I mean, that's an invasion of the country. I mean, if we can't at least address uh, the the facts behind our real concerns... And I know that the government has said that everything that we believe in is disinformation or misinformation in the last three years. We're past that. 
But clearly, this is this is a matter of national security. Doesn't that bother you that uh, so many Chinese nationals have been allowed to come into this country? 30,000. And, and oddly enough, it happened uh, pretty much after the Chinese spy balloon hovered over our military installations. Does that cause you any concern, Cheryl Chumley? Huge concern. And look, you're really touching on the, the foundational issue here. And that is the, the pressure from the global governments, right? Because you and I both know that for decades, the United Nations and all their offshoots have looked with uh, lust at America, hoping and biding for the time when they could bring in their elitist, bureaucratic, globalist visions into our country. It's under this administration that they've been able to enact a lot of their globalist views and globalist agendas, number one being an open border, a borderless America, uh, a borderless world where citizens can travel freely as, as they wish, with the ultimate goal of these globalist elites to basically come in and ca- calm the chaos that will result and bring about their new design for, you know, you can call it New World Order, One World Order. Klaus Schwab currently calls it the Great Reset, the Build Back Better, as Joe Biden puts it. But it's all about borderless societies. So the ensuing uh, upheaval has to be controlled by some big government authority. It is uh, remarkable to me. I like to say uh, that uh, the government, what they do is uh, they make a mess and rub your face in it. Like some people do with their dogs. They're idiots for doing it, by the way. Your dog makes a mess. You punish it by rubbing their face in it. It doesn't train the dog anything. But the uh, government, what they like to do is make the mess and rub our faces in it. Um, What do you suppose? I mean, they've already said that this bill is dead on arrival. But what do you suppose should happen to those who uh, worked on this bill, sponsored this bill, uh, kept this bill behind closed doors? What do you suppose this should mean for people like Lankford of Oklahoma and Mitch McConnell? Well, I, I think if you have any political message, if you operate in the political world and you have any message that differs from what Donald Trump is putting out there right now, that you're in danger of losing your political seat, and rightly so. The reason Donald Trump back in 2015-2016 won as he did was because he saw what was taking place across America with the illegals committing crimes, drunken driving, murders, rapes, and so forth, and he made that his number one issue, that and, and uh, law and order, which is, which is related to border control. So we're facing the same situation right now, we're only even worse. We're having illegals not just staying down near the border, but they're going across to parts unknown in America and causing so much crime and chaos in communities that even... Uh, clear-minded Democrat voters, the few that are out there, and the independent voters are starting to have outrage with this White House's open border policy. So if you're a politician right now and you're campaigning for a seat and you hope to have a political future, your number one issue should be border control and not just talking, but actually doing something about it. You know, uh, this weekend, uh, Al Sharpton, who's not the brightest person, by the way, and if you don't believe me, listen to him talk. Anyway, Al Sharpton uh, did a little flip on the old border. Let's hear the audio from that real quick. What is being done to uh, get the public uh, to really uh, rise up in various states to say to their senators that they want to see the borders 
uh, the border issue resolved. I mean, you're getting migrants beating up policemen in the streets in New York. You're seeing an influx of migrants all over the country that frankly have people outraged. And couldn't there be some kind of public pressure put in the next couple of days? In some that is Al Sharpton, by the way. Al Sharpton is the most anti-police uh, race baiter in the history of mankind. And now he's saying that, to me, this says that he's trying to get on the right side of history, as I think the left are going to try to do, get on the right side of history, because the American people are on a, uh, I'll do, uh, not, not, not physically, but a revolutionary footing. They want the country changed. They want the people in power replaced. And, and I think that by, I mean, if the last person in the world you'd expect Al Sharpton to understand something, and generally it's not because of common sense, it's because he's trying to cover his ass. What do you think about Al Sharpton changing his tune on the border and, the, and police being attacked? is astonishing right but it does underscore what i was saying that the that even the independents and some on the democrat side of, of things are starting to see the consequences of their open border ridiculous policies in their own backyards when you live in new york city it doesn't matter if you're a democrat or a republican if you're walking down the street and you're attacked by a band of migrant thugs it doesn't matter about your politics. Suddenly you see the sense of having border control. And this is happening in community, communities around the nation right now. So people are putting aside their partisan politics and starting to think about safety, safety for their children, safety in their communities. Yeah. Here is Eric Adams finally acknowledging without saying that the federal policy on the border that Joe Biden has ushered in is the problem. Listen to how he dances around this. I can't be clear. This is a national problem. <laughs> you know, Chicago, Boston, Houston, Washington. The national government must solve this and the challenges that we are facing. Uh, no city should be facing these challenges. And I kept saying this over and over again. We're going to start to see the visualization of the failure of the policy. There you go. He's actually admitting it. And again, it's a little CYA, don't you think, from someone now that he's watching, you know, uh, Venezuelan uh, moped gangs stealing purses from people in New York City, the the ungodly uh, amount of homelessness, and, and then on top of all of this, $1,000 debit cards to families of four staying in the, uh, in the Roosevelt Hotel. It looks like he's trying to get on the right side of history too, Cheryl. Yeah, you know, people in New, whether they're in New York or some other city around America don't like to watch on videotape their police officers getting beat up by a band of illegal thugs who are paid by taxpayers to house and lodge in their cities and so forth, and then turn around and see them let off on bail only to disappear into parts unknown around America. Oh, it, wow. It's just it, it's common sense, right? And I think that there are leftists in America who are awakening to the common sense of controlling borders because there comes a time when it gets too late to save your country. The, the, the scales tip too far on the illegal population in America, and then we're not going to be able to control our borders at all soon enough, which means we're not going to have a country at all soon enough. Uh, Cheryl, you've got a book called The Socialist Plan to Take Away Our Freedom, Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom, and uh, and it's a fascinating uh, book, among others that you've written. I want to get your take on this. There's a new, uh, uh, a new story from the Daily Signal. Amazon yielded to pressure from President Joe Biden's White House to suppress books that opposed COVID-19 vaccines, according to documents reviewed by the Daily Signal. So not only 
was the uh, White House, the FBI, the DHS involved in censoring American speech on everything. They also now apparently were putting the heavy on Amazon to uh, to uh, basically tamp down book sales. What do you think about that as an author who's trying to uh, reach people with your message that the federal government would literally burn books, uh, uh, I guess you could say burn books on the web? It was it was a book a digital book burning. That's what it sounds like to me. What do you think? Yeah, that's slightly angering, right? Because lockdown, as you know, was all about the COVID, uh, the government's justification uh, of a virus to lock down an entire nation, and all the lies and spin that went into that COVID uh, fear and so forth. So, uh, look, government, if you give them the power, they will seize individual liberties. And I do hope that after three-plus years of seeing the tyranny that our own government inflicted upon us under the coronavirus, that our, our message, our thought will be never again, because the World Health Organization, as you know, Rob, has that pandemic treaty that they're pushing and this administration is friendly to it. And what it would do is basically give the global bureaucrats the power to declare uh, health emergencies around the world and to bring about similar lockdowns. So, uh, look, these tech giants have run away with their power. I know Congress is looking at them, but they're never going to lose their power completely because you have to remember they are a free market companies. So we just need to be aware uh, going into this election. Well, I think we need to go after them with antitrust legislation and hopefully uh, we can bust up uh, Facebook and uh, and YouTube, among others, who have abused the uh, privilege. Uh, and, and I've always said that this isn't about freedom of speech. Of course Facebook can regulate which speech they want. But what they did was they lured everyone in to believe that it was a, a free speech um, a platform. People spent tens of thousands of dollars to reach others on their platform. And then midway through it, starting around 2018, I can speak from experience, they decided to shut down half of the people on Facebook. So they lured people in, they took their money, and then took their ability to share their views because of politics. So, um, Cheryl, I really appreciate your work. I do believe if we overwhelm the left with joy and patriotism and make it very clear, as we just have to the Senate, that we will not tolerate this anymore, that you have crossed a line. I believe we're going to win, Cheryl. And I think that uh, I think you're a powerful voice in this fight, and I thank you so much for being on my show to talk about it. Oh, thank you, Rob. Thank you so much. God bless. You bet, absolutely, Cheryl Chumley uh, of the uh, of the Washington Examiner. We appreciate uh, her time today. Uh, she is. Um, she is a Washington Times. I'm sorry I said examiner. The Washington Times and a host of a bunch of different books as well. Uh, it is a joy to have her on. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. We wondered how all of these migrants knew about this particular entryway into California. The answer was in their hands. Oh, you learned on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, there you TikTok go. TikTok is a social media platform created in China. The post we found had step-by-step instructions for hiring smugglers and detailed directions to that hole we visited. We were struck by just how orderly and routine it all seemed. The migrants walked about a half mile down a dirt road and waited in line for U.S. Border Patrol to arrive so they could surrender. Yeah, we done. 
The American people are done, 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 done. Here is Joe Biden today. Gaslighting at its finest. This was put up by uh, uh, Lydia Kernage of, uh, of Newsmax. Immediately. But if the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. The American people are going to know why it failed. I'll be taking this issue to the country. You bring it, old man. You bring it to the people because the people are pissed off. And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Just at the moment, we're going to secure the border and fund these other programs. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no. You bet your ass we did. Because they're afraid of Donald Trump. No, we're not. We embrace him. We embrace the policies that you have uh, that you have embraced the destruction of the country, and we're freaking done with you. Afraid of Donald Trump. Every day, you better be afraid of Donald Trump, Joker. No, that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump. You're a liar, MAGA Republican friends. You're a filthy liar. It's time for Republicans in the Congress to show a little courage. You're done, bro. You are done, bro. Let's go to Chris in Fortress Fort Worth. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your my thoughts? My man, my man, Rob. It's your man, Catman, Chris in Fortress Fort Worth. And yes, update on Texas. You know, we're standing uh, shoulder to shoulder with uh, Greg Abbott and uh, 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 Ken Paxton, and uh, we're, uh, we're we're going to fight, and we're going to we're going to succeed. And thank you for all the Republican gates. Uh, uh, states that are supporting us. But one last thing, and this is food for thought, and I've been thinking about it, and the more I love it, vice presidential candidate, Stephen K. Bannon. Oh, my God. That would be wonderful. <laughs> it would be two pit bulls in the White House. Oh, my God. You know, listen, I love me some Steve Bannon. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see him as part of an administration when Donald Trump becomes the president. Uh, as far as uh, as far as far VP, you know, I don't even care. Uh, it doesn't matter who the VP is right now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it really doesn't really matter who the VP is. As long as it's not Nikki Haley, because that would completely screw everything up. But oh I'd like God. to see. I'd like to see Christy Nome, to be quite honest. She's kind of my, uh, I don't trust Tim Scott. I like Tim Scott. I don't trust him. You know, I just don't. I don't trust him. I mean, he's a good guy. Yeah, she's, you know, spectacular. You know, makes you kind of want to move to South Dakota. Chris, I got to run, bro. Thanks for the phone call. You know what? And let me tell you this also. The nation is with Texas. The nation is with Texas. I am with Texas. If, if I had to, I'd come to Texas to defend the border. I mean that, Chris. You have to understand that. The spirit of Texas is alive in all of us because we recognize that Texas is the last bastion of people saying that if we have to, we will defend ourselves against a government that would would rule against the American people. So you have no idea the groundswell of people who support the state of Texas. It's in the hundreds of millions. And the people who do uh, favor this bill are a tiny, tiny minority, and they are going to get crushed. They are going to get crushed by overwhelming support for a sealed border and overwhelming patriotism to get our country back to where it was as founded, for sure. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts. 
This is the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. What a uh, what a phenomenal show we've had so far. We had uh, Mark Morgan, former CBP director, on the show first hour, talking about the uh, Senate bill that is uh, treacherous slash treasonous. I'm, I'm not afraid to say it anymore. I'm, I'm so tired of being told that what I believe is disinformation and misinformation and knowing that everything I've said on this show has been the truth. Everything about COVID, uh, everything about uh, Russia collusion, everything about Hunter Biden's laptop, everything, everything that they called misinformation and disinformation has been proven to be the truth. If you want to hear uh, Mark's interview, please go to the podcast of the show. It will be available after the show. Cheryl Chumley, also from the Washington Times, was on the show last hour. Great interview about the southern border. Uh, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. All right? Do me a favor. Let's, let's, let's make this. I mean, the, the, the podcast is big. Let's make it huge. All right? So it's on Apple Podcasts. You can go there. You can leave a five-star review if you would. It's on every Spotify, every imaginable platform. This show is available on. And it's growing by leaps and bounds because I tell the truth. I'm way out of front of a lot of people on all of these issues. And we also make fun of people. Yeah, we humiliate people. We humiliate people who would rub our noses in their messes. Like, uh, I don't know, for instance, uh, Senator uh, Lankford out of uh, Oklahoma, who decided that after uh, three years of an open border, uh, the American people were absolutely fed up and done with it, tired of the abuses and usurpations. And yet this, uh, this man decided to become a sponsor of a bill that would codify every bad thing that has happened with Joe Biden's uh, open border. In fact, actually make it worse and enrich people beyond their wildest dreams, people who run these, uh, these NGOs who are making billions of dollars destroying your lives. And they thought that after all of you crying out, seal the damn border they thought that they would do just like they did with the inflation reduction act call it something that it wasn't wasn't while enriching the people who are greasing their palms green energy and in this case big defense yeah yeah they're calling it a border bill 20 billion dollars just to bring more people in the country and cover their legal bills and their uh, and their and their food, all of that. Yeah, they did it again to you. They had the balls to do that. Well, I say it's time to cut off some balls. How about you? I think so. Here's Jim Gossett. Oklahoma, where James Langford support has disappeared. Bye-bye. Where the state GOP just told Langford that he will receive the punishment he feared. See ya. Oklahoma, where Langford's border deal came out. So they censured Jim, had enough of him in this state. He is finished, there's no doubt. Absolutely. We all know that Lankford is a rat. Yo-ho! A rat who makes deals with Democrats. Yo-ho! And when we say... Yo! He should step down today. Yo! We're saying that he's not for you, Oklahoma. Lankford isn't okay. 
Can you tell uh, which radio host was also in a high school production of the musical Oklahoma? Right here. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Let's go to uh, Tom in Owings Mills, Maryland. Hello there, Tom. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? The U.S. Senate is being run out of a star chamber, and the star in that chamber is the same star that's knit into the fabric of the Chinese communist flag. But it's hard to hear the outcries of the American people when your ears are stopped up with wadded Chinese currency. Woo! But the eyes, Woo! Of the, nation are, Woo! the eyes of the nation are upon Texas, and they will not look away. Bro, that was brilliantly, brilliantly put. Tom, thank you, bro. Absolutely amazing. I appreciate the phone call. I mean, a distillation. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Chris in uh, Kent Island in Maryland as well. Chris, how, how you doing, bro? Welcome to the show. Hey, Rob. I, I thank you very much. Hey, listen, real quick, I just want to say something to Jim. Um, he is the Mark Russell of this time. If you yeah. are a political guru. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know Mark Russell. Absolutely yeah. the muscle Russell. Absolutely. I love the guy growing up. I was in politics my whole life. Hey, listen, yeah. real quick. Um, I have a little different take on all the stuff with these migrants coming over. We're talking about the Chinese uh, nationals that are of military age. Um, the United States government can't use its military against its people, even in a civil war. But they can use foreign nationals and arm them. If you start looking at some of these closed decommissioned military bases around the country, you will see that there's all kinds of stuff going on there off the books. Satellite, uh, Google can't look at it, but satellite can. And all I can tell you is these people better figure it out. They better figure it out fast because they're after our Constitution. That's all they're after. They have to. Kofi Annan said it, 2017. Until we destroy the U.S. Constitution, we will never realize our one world order. And they've got to do that. And if the American people don't get off their butts, they're going to lose their country. All right, Chris, I appreciate the phone call. I'll tell you what, well, they are off our butts. We are. The people who matter have been off their butts for a long time, and now this is it. This is, this is it. Uh, the, the Senate has screwed the pooch. <clears throat> really, really screwed the pooch. And uh, they're just... Uh, that's all. That's it. There's no more discussion. Honestly, it, there's no more discussion. This bill is dead. The people who sponsored this bill and tried to perpetrate this on the American people are done. They are dead men walking politically. Politically, they are dead men walking. It's over. Uh, Lankford, you're done. McConnell, you're done. You had your chance. You had your chance and you blew it. It is unbelievable. <sighs> Yeah, I wanted to mention. I wanted to mention New York City because it is uh, unbelievable, and 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 thoroughly sickening. And I got to tell you, uh, what has happened there is. I remember when we all came together for New York City after nine eleven. I remember being in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, a day or two after the nine eleven attacks, and ten thousand people went to Fountain Square. We didn't know anybody in New York City who died, but we we wept. We wept. And we realized that our federal government had allowed this to happen. They allowed it to happen. And then we, then we got a war. 
and and many of my brothers and sisters my age and and uh, gen uh, uh, millennials as well signed up dropped everything to go fight that war and many of them came back with profound and personal physical and mental injuries including my nephew and then Joe Biden became the president and pulled us out of Afghanistan and gave all of that military hardware to our enemies and returned us to September the 10th, 2001. And this is just the latest affront. It is just the latest affront. Alvin Bragg released the criminal aliens who attacked the police officers. That was, that was it for, uh, for uh, New Yorkers. Then there's this from Breitbart. A sophisticated criminal enterprise made up newly arrived migrants into New York City shelter system are terrorizing locals on mopeds, including a 62-year-old woman who was violently dragged across the pavement as thieves rode away with her belongings. Here is a, uh, a story from NBC4 in New York City about the criminal gangs operating out of shelters you and I are paying for. Arrest records show residents living at 30 of the city's 200 migrant shelters have been arrested more than 1,200 times in the last year. City records show the top crimes include petty larceny, assault, grand larceny, endangering the welfare of a child, and robbery. Where are they coming from? Venezuela. Who did Joe Biden just grant amnesty? To people coming from Venezuela. Yeah, remember it happened a couple months ago. Venezuela number on the list, number one on the list. And what are they exporting from Venezuela? Criminals. Though two alleged members of the criminal network have been caught, police are still searching for a recent Venezuelan migrant state in the, in the Bronx named Victor Parra for his role as the 14-member crew's alleged ringleader. Wow, 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 wow. And Brandon Johnson, uh, uh, yeah, let's go Brandon, yeah. Brandon Johnson, he, uh, he canceled his planned announced uh, a trip to the border in October. And he has claimed that he, has, he plans on making a trip to see the mess down there with his own eyes instead of just inviting people to Chicago and kicking them out of uh, uh, schools and whatnot to put up illegals. Well, here he is yesterday doing a little bit of virtue signaling. He got a little testy yesterday. He's got a 20% approval rating in Chicago, and people are ready to boot his ass out. But here he is uh, virtue signaling because, you know, he's a black man with black kids and a black wife. And I guess that matters to somebody somewhere. Hold on. Let me grab it here real quick. We have a little problem with the audio here. Hold on. <clears throat> I don't know why it doesn't have any audio, but let me just go ahead and try it again. Here we go. Do you understand that you have not had a mayor like me? I get that. I have a wife. I have children. They have schedules. And plus, we still have... You can't go to the border because he's got to take his kids to daycare. Don't you realize? Oh, yeah. And also, to private school. Public safety that we have to address. We still have the unhoused that we have to address. I still have a budget that I have to address. And I'm doing all of that with a black wife raising three black children on the... There you go. I don't know what the hell that's all about. But surely he thought he'd get some sort of sympathy for being a black man in Chicago. Uh, which is kind of strange because uh, a good most of the Chicago are black people. Yeah, a really big share of people in Chicago are black people. So, you know what? Every black person in Chicago probably had black, you know, kids or black relatives or whatever. So, what the hell? Budget that I have to address. And I'm doing all of that with a black wife raising three black children oh, on the west side of the wow. city of Chicago. Yeah. I am going to the border as soon as possible. <laughs> whatever. He's a buffoon. Honestly. Honestly. I want to play a little audio from uh, oh, one of my favorite people, Stephen Miller. Ooh, it's Miller time, baby. Listen to him. He, 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 he got medieval. He got medieval on this border bill. This bill gives Secretary Mayorkas unfettered, unrestrained power to mint new citizens out of illegal aliens. 
What I'm saying is literally true. It is not hyperbole or exaggeration. Here's how it works. Yes. Under federal law, all an asylum officer at DHS can do right now is grant something called credible fear. And that's just an initial step on the long road to asylum. The asylum court at USCIS and DHS are the radical left of the radical left. Yes, they are. That is the deep state of DHS. DHS needs to be blown up, figuratively, completely dissolved and defunded. This gives them the power to rapidly grant newly arriving illegal aliens full asylum benefits. So in other words, Mayorkas is the unilateral decider yeah. of who gets asylum. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. If you get asylum, you get instant... The same guy who's being impeached. ...instantaneous access to federal welfare, such as food stamps, public housing, free health care. A year later, you have a green card. And four years after that, what? you can what? be a full voting American citizen with access to chain migration and everything else American citizens. Yeah, yeah. In four years, uh, voters who can bring all their rallies, all of their relatives can come here and suddenly become citizens walking right over the bodies of Americans who've died of fentanyl and violence because of this. And all of you people who've suffered so badly, you get moved to the back of the bus again. Yeah, I said that on purpose. Here's, uh, here's uh, Stephen Miller. And Republicans need to get this and drill us into their skulls. The correct position as a matter of policy, politics, and morality is illegal aliens go home. Bye-bye. You don't get 1,000. You don't get 2,000. You don't get 5,000. Illegal aliens don't come in through buses, airplanes, ports, land entry, anywhere. They don't come into the country. If you break our laws and violate our sovereignty, you go home. Bye. You don't pass go. You don't get to and you certainly don't become a citizen. And make John Tester, make Sherrod Brown, make Senator Rosen of Nevada defend the Joe Biden policy of permanent invasion levels of illegal immigration. If you make that the referendum, you will keep the House, you will win the Senate, and you will prevail at every level up and down the ballot. Do not become an accomplice or a party to the destruction and eradication of our national sovereignty. This is why we, the people, has been trending for at least 24 hours on Twitter. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. You know who's not completely opposed to this border bill? Says it just needs a little tweaking. The same candidate who's really down with spending a whole lot of money on foreign wars, and that would be uh, Nikki Haley. Well, I think, first of all, we do know what Congress does. When they pass something, then they wipe their hands and say, we already did that. If they're going to do this, they need to do it right. The one part I like about this bill is I like that it strengthens the asylum chart, the asylum requirements. That's very important. We no, it doesn't. We haven't had that, and we need that. The part that I don't like about the bill, it doesn't require Remain in Mexico, which is very important at keeping them from coming on U.S. Well, what about all the money we're spending on the foreign wars and stuff? Well, in the first place, and I don't like the 5,000 limit. We don't want anybody to come in. We can't say only when 5,000 people have crossed the border. They need to stay there. They need to figure this out. Uh, duh. They need to adjust it, amend it in any way that they can, and they should not leave D.C. until they get us a border bill. Uh, and- aren't you going to hit at Donald Trump for some uh, unexplainable and stupid reason? And No, we are not waiting until the general election to do this and it's irresponsible to say that congress has to wait until a general election because trump is worried that he's going to lose there's a no no, not really no no not not to you anyway i mean you know there's a lot of uh legal warfare against him a lot of people trying to keep him off for 
you know, uh, dictatorial reasons. But it, it's not because of you. I mean, nobody thinks you're a threat because no Trump voter will ever vote for you. That's just it. Sorry. Sorry, sunshine. That's just the way it is. John in Santa Cruz. Hello, John. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, Rob. This is uh, somebody who's tried to talk to you before. Uh, my subject is about the Constitution and how it's providing legal remedies that none of us are talking about. We're not. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one of the legal remedies I'm referring to is uh, under the powers of Congress, Article One, Section Eight, Six says Congress shall provide for the punishment for counterfeiting. Any bill the legislature produces that is designed to deceive or produce fraud is a counterfeit bill. Yeah, it's like calling a bill the uh, you know the the border bill when it's really just funding Ukraine. Uh, it's like calling uh, the Inflation Reduction Act when all it is is giving money to the IRS and to green energy uh, their green energy proxies. John, that's brilliant, bro. No, that is not all. People don't know what the Constitution is really about. But it says that Congress shall make all laws which are necessary and proper. We have a limited republic. And instead, we are called a democracy with an elastic ability. Brilliant. John, brilliant. Uh, I mean, what you've said there <clears throat> should be enough. People should. It's right there in the page of the Constitution. The only people who are proposing bills like this are those who are uh, not constitutionalists and uh, and use it as toilet paper, John. Yes. Okay. And can I say another one that uh, I've said before that uh, treason only requires two people for conviction and it doesn't have to be in a court of law. Okay. John, I appreciate the phone call, man. I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm blown away by the uh, just the thought and the uh, research that you guys are putting in on this. I mean, honestly, uh, you, you always hear uh, radio show hosts brag about the intelligence of their listeners. But honestly, wow. I mean, honestly, wow, 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 wow. Uh, absolutely remarkable. Absolutely remarkable stuff. I'm trying to think if I have some more time for audio before the break here. Uh, I don't think I do. <clears throat> i got to tell you, there are a few things I want to uh, cover before the end of the show. Some uh, about the border. Howie Carr has written a really good column about uh, uh, Massachusetts' descent into the third world. I'd like to get into that. Jerome Powell saying that when he said that uh, inflation would be transitory, he's now saying it was wrong. He was wrong. Uh, too much, too little, too late, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, also, just an odd story. You know who the number one rapper in America is on the rap charts? You, you want to get, think of the least likely person. Barry Manilow? No, 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 no. No, even more unlikely. Would you believe Ben Shapiro? Ben Shapiro, the whitest dude in America, number one rap star. I'm going to share the details on the other side of this break.
much better mood. You know why? Because the media is freaking out because we, the people, rejected this horrendous Senate uh, supposed bill for the border. And Joe Scarborough, who will write off into history as a complete and utter sellout and failure, is out of his mind about it. And, and they're all trying to blame Republicans for it. And, uh, like, that's a bad thing. Oh, it's not. I, I, I absolutely, absolutely claim the blame for defeating this turd of a bill that uh, destroys the country and literally codifies <clears throat> in, indefinitely the, uh, the overrun of, uh, of our country by illegals. One thousand percent. I accept the responsibility. I hug it. I name it George. And you wonder what really makes me happy? Listen to the old man seethe with rage and anger. And the thing is, he's in no position to do so because he's on the wrong side. He's on the wrong side of history. He is greatly outnumbered. So all he has is his rage because everything he's doing to take down his opponent, everything he's doing to take down our country and cover up his corruption is failing. Immediately. But if the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. The American people are going to know why it failed. I'll be taking this issue to the country. Yeah, good. And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Even to those big gatherings where you can gather a crowd of like 10 people, if you're lucky, and tell those people, okay, do it. Just at the moment, we're going to secure the border and fund these other programs. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no. Yeah, you bet. Because they're afraid of Donald Trump. No, not really. Afraid of Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump. No, it's you. MAGA Republicans. No, it's you. No, it's you. It's time for Republicans in the Congress to show a little courage. No, there's no courage. To show a little spine. No, no, not at all. To make it clear to the American people that you're an enemy of the democracy. Yeah, yeah. For anyone else. That you're an enemy of the country. I know who I work for. Yeah. I work for the American people. No, you work for the Chinese, bro. I mean, you work for the Chinese, you work for the Ukrainians. It's fairly obvious. Your family got really, really rich from them. I mean, really, really rich from them. It's, uh, it's amazing. Here's Donald Trump last night. He was on with uh, Rob Schmidt. A great interview, by the way. <clears throat> if you want to see the complete interview, one way to do that is become a Newsmax Plus member, okay? So NewsmaxPlus.com. And it's plus.com. Sign up. You get all of the archive of all the shows, including my fantastic show. But here is uh, Rob Schmidt talking to Donald Trump about, uh, about the Senate border bill in China. Well, it's hard to believe because I think it probably would mean the end of their career. This is a, a Democrat trap. It's a trap for Republicans that would be so stupid, so foolish to sign a bill like this. This bill can't be signed. And it's not only that, it's massive amounts of money going out of town, as we say, going out of town, billions and billions and billions of dollars. And uh, it's so bad on the border. I've never seen anything like it. Actually, it's one of the worst, one of the dumbest bills I've ever seen. I think it's dead. Oh, it's not dumb. It's deliberate. Yeah, it's not dumb. It's deliberate. Totally dead of the House. I think they have almost unanimous or unanimous support. But I can't imagine anybody wanting to approve this bill. Well, well, I don't understand how you could. I mean, if you're a Republican in the Senate, and that's where it has at least, I think, a few names that are going to back it. How do you let them go three years with what they've done and then just give them this 
lifeline. You know, yeah. that this could yeah. really help them on this issue. Oh, no, no. Mm-mm. You know, in this next election. Well, how do you, how do, you do that? that? They've been doing that by giving billions and trillions of dollars away also. Yeah. This is not that uncommon in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, impossible to believe, but I did see a very good man. Steve Daines just came totally out, and he's a member of leadership, Senate leadership, and he was very strongly against it. I just saw that announced with great fanfare, frankly, because it... Uh, it yeah, and by the way, Mitch McConnell is withdrawing his support. But it's too late, Mitchter. You're done. You're toast. You are toast, Ola. Here is uh, Steve Bannon talking about this, uh, this bill that's DOA. Which is the first time this happened in the country. First time that a generation of people have not thought downrange about what's better. If you go back to the founding of this republic, and it's what... Think about all the money. Because this is a spending bill. This is a pork-laden bill. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a border bill. The, the money for the border is an aside. Or it's just an aside. Uh, and it's only going to be there to facilitate faster uh, immigration to the country and, and get you to the ballot box by 2030. That's it. Makes America so different than every country on earth. The no matter how poor people were or how tough the environment was or how hard it was to build this nation, they didn't they never put themselves first ever. They always thought down range of how do I make this better for my children, grandchildren, those people that will, will not even remember me. We're doing the exact opposite. We're bankrupting these future generations. And it's horrible. And it's all for nothing. The question I keep asking people on the sixty billion for Ukraine. What about if you had to spend that? What about if it's spent here in the United States? What about if it's spent in some of these inner cities? Yeah. What about if all the money we spent in Iraq and Afghanistan were being sucked into another war now? What about that nine trillion dollars? So the nine trillion dollars have been spent here. You'd have you'd have a paradise, but it hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't. The American citizens are treated like trash. Yeah, we, we're spending enough money on schools. We're spending enough money on everything, and uh, and they're failing. You're being walked right over. And, and I want you to listen to this, uh, millennials, younger millennials and Gen Zers. I've said this before. If you're under 35 and you vote for Democrats, then all the economic pain you feel, the barely being able to hang on, the gapping of your, of your, of your paychecks with credit cards, the taking of your bonus and paying your credit card down, just being a hamster on the wheel. If you're under 35 and vote for the Democrats, then, hey, guess what? You, you're voting to be a Russian serf. Yeah. You're not going to own anything. No. You're not going to amount to anything economically. You're always going to be behind your parents and your grandparents. At every stage of their life. So if you want it, if you like that, vote for it. It's free country. That's what this constitutional republic's about. That's what democracy is about. Yeah, here is the Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, who uh, covered up the, uh, the uh, uh, real recession that we were experiencing last year. Also said that inflation would be transitory without uh, evidence. And, of course, we know it wasn't because so many people are suffering so badly. And, uh, and then also the spending. I want you to listen to Jerome Powell who is uh, not qualified to have his job because all he does is exist to uh, try to uh, slow down or speed up the economy by adjusting in- interest rates. You could train a chimp to do that. Another economic hangover after the pandemic is a sharp increase in the national debt. 30 years from now, it is projected to be $144 trillion. Oh, it'll be faster than that. $1 million per household. How do you assess the national debt? We mostly try very hard not to comment on fiscal policy and, and uh, 
you know, instruct Congress on how to do their job when actually they have oversight over us. But is the national debt a danger to the economy, in your view? In the long run, the U.S. is on an uns- oh oh thirty five uh, trillion is not uh, is not a problem now. Sustainable fiscal path. The U.S. federal government's on an unsustainable fiscal path, and that just means that the debt is growing faster than the economy. Yeah, I- and everybody knows it, and everybody knows nobody in damn freaking Congress is doing anything about it. We're done. We're done, 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 done. Howie Carr, from the front line of Massachusetts, descended to the third world. Your local Days Inn or Motel 6 or Comfort Inn not so long ago were there for moderately priced places for the grandparents to stay in when they visited for your junior high school graduation, maybe uh, even an ill-advised late-night low-rent romance. The businessmen's uh, and no tell motels have been commandeered in the greater cause of Obama's fought to stream the fundamental transformation of America into a third world hellhole. Everywhere the motels are being turned over to the state and its NGO proxies, they are rebranded, if you will, into flop houses for migrants who are now enjoying permanent, all expense paid vacations at the taxpayer's expense. Do you hear that, people of color in inner cities? Do you hear that? You don't even know it, but the Democrat Party's already broken up with you. Didn't even get a text. Didn't get a phone call. Just move their stuff out. <laughs> the other day, a former radio co-worker of mine sent me this photo from the Holiday Inn in Marlboro. With its vaguely ominous sign, hotel closed to public. The next day, the hotel removed the sign, replaced it with something smaller. Hotel is currently closed. What follows is an account from someone who works in different uh, in, uh, in a different one of these converted hotels, which are disseminating the uh, decimating the entire communities around them. <clears throat> there are 200 plus families. He begins, and more than 500 people currently staying at this facility. It's not only a roof over their heads and three squares a day, but free diapers, wipes, toiletries, free tablets and phones, free English lessons, state caseworkers making sure all entitlements are taken, free Uber and Lyft rides, free bus passes. All get DTA, Department of Transitional Assistance, benefits, EBT cards. They have more expendable cash than I do. If DCF, D- Department of Children and Families, says they need a crib, stroller, toys, etc., management is required to order them. Everything is new, arrives the next day from Amazon. They have mass health, free legal services, free tax filing services. M- most now have social security cards, and many are getting work permits, as many have been in shelter for months. The biggest cost that you can't put a price tag on is the burden on schools and public safety budgets. We daily have local police on or fire at the hotel. Police have had to help with fights, guns, drugs, overdoses. The brass put on a good face but are but are beyond overwhelmed and have no staff or plan. They flat out, flat out admit the educations of regular kids are being impacted. <clears throat> Few are working. Most who uh, do work for FedEx or Amazon, they have no concept of saving money or the cost of housing. The Walmart loves the 1st and 15th of the month. That's when they get their direct welfare payments, the illegals. The amount of Amazon and Timu package delivered is, on a daily basis is crazy. DoorDash also loves them. Yeah, they, get a, they can afford DoorDash. You can't. Yeah, you can't do it. The post office just drops off piles of mail for them in the lobby every day, a lot from state agencies. Many either misspell their names or write them backwards so they can double dip. I assume that welfare agencies are so overwhelmed most of this isn't caught. Many now have cars. Somebody hears 
always chasing them for insurance and registration info. Most try to, to avoid uh, anybody making inquiries. They buy the vehicles here, pay here. Dealers must be making a fortune. Most do not have their driver's licenses, which means if they kill you or injure you or uh, get in an accident, you're screwed. I had a friend that happened to in Washington, D.C. about 12 years ago. Yeah. Local churches have been great with donations of clothes, but the hoarding by the entitlement the entitlement of the residents is startling. The hotel provides breakfast and lunch. There is also catering contract just for dinner. I've heard that one alone is far more than $2 million a year as it feeds more than 500 people a day. The hotel is getting $130 a night for rooms, charges for other rooms where the food is served, and for the rooms used for computer labs. Plus $12 each for breakfast, $15 for lunch, sometimes 500 people. Hotel is making a killing with cash flow, but the property is being destroyed. We'll need an entire remodel. I keep my mouth shut while I work, as I don't blame the residents. I blame the president and even more Governor Healy. There you go. There's really nothing else to say. But uh, this government is not on your side. This government is not on your side. This is Bernie Sanders. And I never expected, I thought it was AI for a second. I thought, this, this is Bernie Sanders. When you listen to Bernie Sanders about Donald Trump, you know, everybody is, Donald Trump is Satan, he's Hitler, and I guess we're all Hitler followers, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't care. I guess I'm a white supremacist. I guess I'm a mega fascist enemy of democracy. I don't care. Call me whatever you want. But one thing you can call me is someone who is going to defeat you. There you go. Someone who's going to defeat you, for sure. Part of the army that is going to defeat this. But I want you to listen to Bernie Sanders. He might have had a little come to Jesus moment. I want the people of Australia to understand it's not because everybody who votes for Trump is a racist or a sexist or a homophobe. I guess he's doing this on an Australian podcast. That is not the case. I think what you're seeing is that millions of people are hurting. They're suffering. They're working for inadequate wages in America. Our health care system is a disaster. Can't afford to send their kids to college. Housing costs are off the chart, and they're looking at the government. They're looking at what, you know, Democrats have done for years. Yeah, you're one of them, and you've been in there forever. And not much has happened to improve their lives. Notice he doesn't say this to American media. They're hurting, and they're wondering whether anybody hears them. And not only in the United States, but all over the world, you're seeing demagogic type of characters like Trump saying, hey, forget about really democracy. I'm going to take on everybody. I'm going to represent your interests. Okay, that's just a, a falsehood there, by the way. It's uh, it's the uh, freedom movement across the country to defeat a World Economic Forum reset policy. Vote for me. And in America and around the world, that type of appeal is having success. Yeah, and it is, and it will, and it's going to win. And this is uh, one of many steps on the way to that defeat of this, this deep state and taking our country back and coming together to save this great country that we love despite what the left says. Uh, let's have some fun in the li- final break of the show. I want to I play that, uh, that Ben Shapiro rap song. It's just like, I mean, could you get the whitest man in America to rap and make it the number one song in the country? The ultimate troll. I mean, uh, the ultimate. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Again, you probably want to uh, download the podcast today, newsmax.com slash Carson. You'll hear Mark Morgan, former CPB director, talking about the southern border and this uh, uh, treacherous, treasonous uh, border 
bill, which isn't a border bill at all. It's not a border bill at all. It's about uh, it's a massive spending bill, and they're slapping border bill on it. And and what's even worse is that they're not just lying about uh, like they did with the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. They they lied about that. They said it was about reducing inflation. Everybody knows it was just a massive spending bill for green energy and also the hiring of IRS agents. But this time it's even worse because uh, they're saying it's a border bill, and the only money being spent is going to uh, codify uh, the illegality that's been happening, the overrunning of the border uh, forever, uh, keep states from Texas from, from ever fighting back against the federal government, and they have the audacity, the temerity to do this to us. It is, uh, it's evil. It is. And, uh, you, you know, there's a lot of blowback on, uh, on the mainstream media. They're done. They're dead. They just don't even know it. The mainstream media is dead. They just don't even know it. And if you look at Newsmax numbers, holy hell. I mean, really. I do want to mention a wellness company real quick because uh, there's a lot of things going on in the world. And this year is getting really weird. And I did a little video yesterday. I shared on social media. And I showed the, uh, the solar generator I have and the, and the food stuffs that I have. And, and I've got my wellness company. Emergency medical kit. It's got ivermectin. It's got hydroxychloroquine. Both were banned by the government for use to treat COVID. It's got uh, Z-Pak. It's got amoxicillin. It is something you need. I mean, I'm not, guys, I'm not messing around. You know this. Have you heard the show today? We got a country to save. And no tell what they're going to do to us in the meantime. No telling what they're going to do. We may have had this one off the pass, this open border bill. You need to get a wellness company, emergency medical kit. Go to their website today and get it done. Here, I'll give you a code to save you 10%. Okay? TWC.health slash Carson. TWC.health slash Carson. Do it now. Get your emergency medical kit and be set in case of a medical emergency. TWC.health slash Carson. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like lives in my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whack. Dog, it's a yarmulke. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison on Montella. That isn't even AI. That's Ben Shapiro. And now he's the number one rap artist on the iTunes store, sitting above recent pop, uh, hip-hop hits from the likes of Megan, The Stallion, Justin Timberlake, and uh, and others. Here is uh, Ben Shapiro on being the number one rap artist in America. When we were sitting there, us homies, talking over our lives, they, things have gone in weird directions over the past decade. That portal that opened the alternative reality yeah. is not yet closed, and we, we are there. It, it's the greatest cultural troll of all time. Yes, it I mean, is. I'm just going to pat ourselves on the back over here. There, yes. there has never been a cultural troll as good as this. Boom. I mean, I'm sorry, but, but me becoming a number one hip-hop artist is legitimately, <laughs> like, all credit to Tom, all credit to, to Nova, his girlfriend who directed and produced it, all credit to my parents who paid for 15 years of classical violin lessons <laughs> so I could become a number one hip-hop star eventually. It's, it was, it's amazing. Tom McDonald did it with him and made him a star. Check out my uh, social media for all of the details. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. All right, so today's show was one for the record books, again, with uh, Mark Morgan, CBP director on it, among others. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen for details on how to subscribe to the podcast and share with others. We're winning. We are. God bless you, America, Israel. Until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. See ya.